name is Joseph and I'd like to welcome you to the Jesus Cast with Joseph M. This show is dedicated at teaching you the word of God to its fullest and increasing your faith and helping you find opportunities to serve the Lord. May you enjoy the sermon. I greet you all in the wonderful name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I am obviously not Joseph M. <laughs> My name is Lerato Ranamani. And yeah, I am saved. I grew up in a Christian family. And yeah, at some point I decided to take that stand for myself and say, you know what? Christ is my Lord and Savior. Uh, I am an heir of the kingdom of God and I am so excited to be sharing a message with you. Days before Easter, guys, so much pressure. <laughs> but yeah, I'm really excited. Uh, before we get into our message today, I want us to start with prayer. Um, Papa, God, we want to thank you for your abundant love for us. It supersedes anything we've experienced and anything we are yet to experience in this life. Um, Lord, we thank you so much, Lord, that every circumstance bows down to you. Every headache, every stress, every anxiety, Lord, every illness, every disease, every frustration, it 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 bows down to your name um we thank you lord god that you are offering us your peace lord and your joy and your love and you are trading our burdens for that lord and you are saying come take my yoke because my yoke is easy and you are taking away lord all that is burdening us today lord you are saying in your word father that you are giving us strength lord god um, and you, you are affirming us, Father God. You are giving us your love. We thank you, Lord, for your love. Um, it is abandoned. It is heartfelt, Lord. And Father God, as we are about to get into this message, Father, I pray that we receive this love letter that is coming from you, that we receive, Lord God, your love um, for us, Lord, the depth of it, um, the wideness of it, Lord God. Um, we thank you, Lord. We thank you that you're opening our ears, you're opening our eyes, you're opening our hearts for this seed, and it will be planted in good soil. We thank you and we honor you in the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Um, today's reading will be from, I don't know how you pronounce this, Deuteronomy, <laughs> chapter 10. Um We'll read verse 8 and then jump to verse 9. And it reads as follows. At that time, the Lord set apart the tribe of Levi to carry the ark of the covenant of the Lord, to stand before the Lord to minister and to pronounce blessings in his name, as they still do today. Verse 9. This is why the Levites have no share or inheritance among their fellow Israelites. The Lord is their inheritance as the Lord your God told them. When we go to the book of Numbers chapter 1, we see that um, 
Moses is doing a census on all the tribes of Israel and they're basically picking um, people from the tribes that are going to serve in the army. But God specifically decides to say um, the tribe of Levi should not be counted among these people. So the Levites were set apart and appointed to be in charge of the technical of the covenant of the law. Now, this was the holy place, the holy of holies. Not everyone entered. Um, so everyone else who tried to enter or everyone else who tried to do this would be put to death. But the Levites, on the other hand, had an advantage um, to enter this place. And, you know, this reminds me actually <laughs> of what my uncle used to say. It's very funny. He would say, you know, there are two types of people. There's Onyana, Bagangulungulu, and Abachana, Bagangulungulu. Um, translated, that means there are sons of God, Onyana, and there are Abachana, who are nephews or nieces. And in essence, what he was saying is that you know, there are people that are that know God by association, but they don't have a relationship with God. And there are people that have decided to say, I am taking this God as my Lord and Savior and I am taking this this advantage of of being a son. I'm taking this card, this access VIP <laughs> card of of, of being called a son, a son of God. And, you know, I was sitting last week and thinking, yo, Easter is around the corner. And, you know, as believers, this is a very joyous time for us. It is, yeah, a celebration time, basically, where we celebrate the love of God for us. And we also celebrate in Dabayokba, we have decided to, you know, become people that inherit this kingdom and we are have full access to the benefits that also come with this kingdom but i was also thinking Hore, you know there are people that also do celebrate easter um they kappa you to church <laughs> there are friends that kappa you to church or you are that friend that kappas other people to church you know you go with them to church you listen to gospel music because it's really nice it uplifts you but you haven't really taken that step to say i am taking this lord as i'm taking jesus as my lord and savior and to me you are in a position like other um other tribes of israel you do not have the full and added advantage of god Yes, you can inherit the land. Yes, you can be assigned to serve in the army. But unlike the Levites, you cannot get the full experience of, of being a son of God and getting the inheritance. And that's the, actually the title of my message today, Inheritance. And you know, when we think about inheritance, personally, I think of an advantage. Labatsiba, man, people that got inheritance they are popping in life they have an added advantage they don't need to work that hard because 
I mean, their their property is working for them. Their money is working for them. And they didn't need to really strive for it. They just got it by default of inheriting or being sons, really, of or daughters of the person that's leaving the inheritance to them. Um, and this brings me also to another story in the Bible. Uh, before we break it down any further, there's a story in the book of Luke chapter 15. And this is a story of a man that had two sons. So one day out of the blue, <laughs> the younger son said to his father, Father, please, please, please give me my share of the estate. So give me my inheritance. I'm deciding to take it now. And so the father gracefully decided to divide his property. So between the two sons, and then he gave the younger one his share of the property. Right. So the son set set off. So he went off and he lived a very wild life. He spent the money on whatever that he decided to spend it on. If he was still alive today, surely <laughs> he would have been an episode of I Blew It because he really blew the money. Um, but yeah, so the son um, got to a point where he didn't have money anymore. Uh, he was dusted, had nothing basically. And he got to a point where he even longed because at some point he worked for people that had pigs. They gave him that job just to, you know, to survive. And he even longed for, for food that was eaten by pigs. And then he came back to his senses. He was like, ah, Aman, no. How many of my father's hired servants have food to spare? Kirauri, they eat and they even have leftovers, but now I'm leaving this life. No, you know what? I'll decide to go back to my dad and ask for forgiveness. Tell him I've sinned against you. I've sinned against heaven. And please make me one of your servants. So now we can see this person already um, was a son, was a son of God. Um, and this is a person number one that I want to speak about today is a person that has been saved before you have, you know, welcomed Jesus as Lord and Savior in your life. And, but life happened, Jay. Um, you know, and really you experienced that. And as a result, you went distant and away from, from God and away from your father. But now you feel like because of what you've done, you are no longer qualified to be called a son of God. Because for some reason, you think that because you've abused, you've abused um, the benefits of God, you can no longer qualify to be a son. So now you're like, ah, God, I'll come to you. Mara. Hey, I'm not sure. Hey, even going to church, I'm not really sure. Hey, will I even make it to heaven? Um, but as we read further in this story, we see that the father, when the son decided to go back, he welcomed the son. He was like, bring the best robe, put a ring on his finger, put sandals on his feet. Let's, 
ass slaughter the fattest calf calf mine the fattest calf and kill it for the sign we are having a celebration and that's how god is waiting in anticipation for you to return home yes you were a son at some point but that doesn't mean hurry now that is scratched because of what you've done um the Bible says you cannot lose your salvation. So if at some point you've, you've, you've welcomed Jesus as Lord and Savior of your life, but you've really messed up and you feel like, oh no, I'm disqualified. God is saying to you today, I am still in love with you. <laughs> I still love you and you are my son. You have access to me come back and it's so really sad for you to be a son but not be able to experience the benefits of being a son while the son was away in the wilderness he was even thinking how oh, even the servants they're experiencing what i should be experiencing and yeah so 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 if you at that point and you feel like yo Maybe I might go back to church this Easter or I might revive my relationship with God. Today is even the day. You don't even have to wait for Easter. Go back to God. There is still space for you. There is still space for you. Hallelujah. I hope this encourages you. <laughs> the next type of people that I want to talk about today or the next group of people are... Uh, We'll, we'll go to the chapter now. Uh, we'll read the story in Mark 10, uh, from 17 to 31. It's quite, quite a long, quite a long one. Um, but in this story, just to summarize it, we see a man that comes to Jesus and he kneels before him and he's like, good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? <laughs> Jesus is like, uh, brah, why do you call me good? <laughs> no one is good except God alone. You know the commandments, you shall not murder, you shall not murder, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not steal, you shall not lie, uh, you shall not give false testimony, you shall not defraud your neighbor, honor your mother and your father. He names them. Um, and then he says, Teacher, all these I have kept since I was a boy. Teacher, I grew up in a Christian family. I know, I know this, I know this. I have, or even, I didn't grow up in a Christian family, but my moral values have been intact. Like I'm a good person. I do not kill, I do not steal, I do not lie. I love people. I give. Um, so surely I should be able to inherit the kingdom of God. And then Jesus looked at him and loved him. That's the key word. Um, Jesus loves us. <laughs> Jesus loves us. In, even in our imperfection, he still loves us. Anyway, and then Jesus said to him, One thing you like, go, sell everything you have. Give to the poor and you will have treasure, treasures in heaven. And then come follow me. 
so now this person was secure in their wealth he had big wealth he 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 had everything he had whatever it is he had security in in his wealth he he his things were popping he had secured the bag and he was also living right but jesus is saying the very same thing that gives him security is going to be a problem in the long run especially if he wants to inherit the kingdom of god he says go sell it and then give it to give give to the poor and then come follow me listen to this man's reaction which would have been also mine probably um so this man's face fell and he went away sad because he had great wealth and then it continues says jesus looked around and said to his disciples how hard is it for for the rich to enter the kingdom of god and then the disciples were puzzled basically by what he was saying jesus said to them children how hard is it to enter the kingdom of god it is easy for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of god and then the disciples were amazed and they said to one another then who can be saved jesus looked at them and said with men it is impossible but with god all things are possible and then peter peter yeah peter peter would see he, he was he was vaker he was acting like he was vaker <laughs> he spoke up and he said we have left everything to follow you and then jesus replies truly i tell you no one who has left home or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or fields for me and the gospel will fail to receive a hundred times as much in this present age homes brothers sisters mothers children and fields along with persecutions imagine and in the age to come eternal life but many who are first will be last and the last will be first Whew. that was a long reading but essentially what we can get from this is that you know many of us we've lived through life and life has been secure for us and our security has been found in other things except Christ in this case it's this man's wealth um in other people it can be your intelligence you feel like oh i'm too smart i know when the moon is half when it's got tides what what that's your security but umhlaba uyaphela nezinto zawo essentially the world or the earth it will end and all that's on it but the word of god will remain you can have everything in this world right now you can have it all but when you die if you haven't accepted christ as lord and savior you enter death basically so 
membership card they were how we limited um to a certain extent it expires basically but christ is proposing something even better he is like come to me follow me i will be your lord i will be your savior above that you will not fail to receive as much in this present world and in the age to come you will receive eternal life which is the gift of gifts so this is an offer that god is making to us today the first group he's saying yes you you've you've experienced me you know who i am you have been saved at some point and today i'm calling you to come back and experience the fullness of what it is to be a son and experience the fullness of this inheritance to the second group he's saying you might have found comfort in the things that you have possibly but you know there is no peace like god's peace and i'm assuming that this guy maybe he was possibly troubled i don't know why would he if he was living a comfortable life go to christ and say how do i inherit eternal so there was a void that only god can fill and so god is saying to the second group of people i am the way i am the truth i am the life maybe you felt like whatever it is was directing your life it was your way whatever it is that you are studying or whatever knowledge you have was your truth and i don't know for some reason something was giving you life but he's saying i am the the article the i am the way i am the truth i am the life whoever comes to me will never thirst again he said to to a samaritan woman whoever comes to me will never thirst again um so yeah 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 we have we have this loving god that is opening his arms to us today and he's saying receive me receive me you've been you've been a participant by association um you know you you've been participating in this you know you sing gospel music once in a while you read the bible you know you even post <laughs> bible verses but you haven't taken this step of saying i want this for myself i want this for myself and god is saying it's not too late it is not too late um yeah you 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 don't have to wait for tomorrow you don't have to wait for any other day you can still come to the father i want us to read a scripture i have a lot of scripture readings today in john 14 it says <laughs> this is a very very common scripture do not let your hearts be troubled believe in god also believe in me this this was jesus christ by the way my father's house has so many rooms if that were not so would i have told you that i'm going there to prepare a place for you he's asking the disciples and if i go and prepare a place for you i will come back 
and take you to be with me that you also may be where I am. You know the way to the place where I'm going. Um, verse 5. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you're going. So how can we know the way? And then 6 says, Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Verse 7, if you really know me, you know my Father as well. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. He is very intentional, um, Jesus, when he speaks. Because he is telling them, Hore, you have a choice. The same way he was telling that guy, you can go and sell your things and follow me. Um, here he's like, if you come to me, I will give you life. I will be your way. I'll be, I'll be your truth. And you cannot go to the Father except through me. So he's giving you a choice. When you decide whatever it is that you choose. Revelations 3 verse 20, he says, Here I am, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with that person and they with me. I, this is self-explanatory. Um, God is presenting himself today. And he's saying, I am knocking at the door of your heart. Probably I've been speaking to you through a number of things. It might have been that, you know, WhatsApp status that you saw the other day. But you were like, ah, no, it's fine. Or that podcast, podcast you listened to the other day. Or that YouTube video. Or, you know, that song you were listening to. In a taxi, that's not a coincidence. That was me speaking. That was God knocking at the door of your heart. And he's been knocking for so long. Um, he is not going to stop um, knocking. He wants you to come to him. He is opening his arms. He's saying, your time of being umchana <laughs> is over. I now want you to be my son. I now want you to be a daughter in this kingdom of God. I want you to have the added advantage, the added benefits um, of this kingdom. And yeah, there's so much, there's so much that can be spoken about, about, you know, receiving Christ and the advantage of being in Christ. Probably a podcast for another day. But it is a decision that you have to make for yourself. At the beginning of this, I said, at some point, I decided, Nam, but even though I grew up in a Christian family, I want to take Christ as my personal Lord and Savior. As my personal Lord and Savior. Because why? I was created by Him. And it only makes sense for me to be repaired by Him. 
I do not know what tomorrow has in store. But if I look to him, he can tell me what the future has in store because he knows the future. Um, I cannot fully provide myself for myself, but he can be my provision and he can provide for me because he says he is the bread of life. Um, he even says, do not worry about, <laughs> about tomorrow, what you wear, what you eat. That is already sorted for you. Um, I do not have to, you know, stress about anything, about, you know, um, my health, um, because he is the healer. Um, so I have everything that I need in him. I have a daughter, I have a father, I have, you know, a teacher, I have a guardian, I have a friend. And it's so sad to be in a position where you can't have all of that in a world where you really need that. Um, and it's very easy. It's very easy. You can just, you know, welcome him and say the salvation prayer. Say, God, today I acknowledge that I'm a sinner. I have sinned against you and I repent. I know I cannot save myself and Jesus, I give you permission to be my Lord, have Lordship over me and to be my savior, to save me from this world. I, I trade my yoke for yours. I give you permission to direct my life. I am done controlling my life. It's so frustrating. I am giving everything to you. And to that group of people that have just said that he is promising an inheritance that gives you an advantage in this present world and in the world to come. Um, so, yeah, this is this is God's proposition. So Easter is around the corner. You know, we know about the death of Jesus Christ. Some of us would be eating Easter eggs and hot cross buns. <laughs> But the true essence of it is that God is still knocking. God is still presenting himself as the ultimate sacrifice for you, as the ultimate Lord for you. And he's saying, won't you welcome me? Won't you take my hand and allow me to walk this journey with you? Uh, yeah, so I hope this message blesses you. And to those that have been discouraged and thinking that, you know, I've sinned so much or I have, I have went astray, there is still space for you. Utumshabeleli, ngena indao isekona. Probably my pronunciation is bad. But, enter, there is still space for you. So God is bringing this love letter to us. He is saying, read it, accept it, feel it, and allow it to be part of you. Um, in closing, yeah, go through the scriptures that I've read today. Um, you know, find, find, find a church of believers that will be able to walk this journey with you because God wants us to be in companionship the way he is 
the Trinity, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, He wants that for us. He desires that for us. So find a church or find a group of people that are believers that will be able to walk this journey with you. Wherever you feel like you're confused, ask them, read your word. The Bible is the only source of truth. Um, yeah, so Father, thank you for today's message. Thank you that you love us and you are presenting yourself to us today thank you that you gave your son as the ultimate sacrifice for us and there can never be a sacrifice that supersedes this one lord and we're really thankful we accept you lord as lord and savior of our lives we are tired of controlling our lives we're tired of the frustrations that come with not knowing whether we're going to heaven or not and we are saying we are taking the advantage and we are taking the inheritance. We are accepting your lordship and we are accepting the title of being called sons of God. We will forever honor you with our lives. We will forever honor you with our breath. We will forever honor you with, with our resources. We will forever honor you with our hearts. And we really thank you. May you make us the light and the salt of this world. We love you and we honor you. Amen. Hello there. Thank you for tuning in to the Jesus Cast with Joseph M. We hope you had a great time with us and that you enjoyed the sermon. Our prayer is that the way fulfills you that it increases your faith as well as your desire to serve God. We love you and God loves you. For more messages like this, please subscribe to the podcast and turn on your notifications. Thank you and goodbye.